This is the Savvy Philanthropist Podcast. My name's Kirk. We are a financial planning podcast for people who want to do philanthropy well. Whether you're a donor trying to do some good in the world, or you're a development officer trying to connect resources with the people who need them, this podcast is all about how to navigate our U.S. legal and financial system in order to make the greatest philanthropic impact you can. This is episode 34, IRAs, part 3. If you remember, and for that matter, even if you don't, we mentioned last week that there are three ways to make charitable gifts from a traditional IRA. Number one, regular distributions. Number two, qualified charitable distributions. And number three, beneficiary designations. Last week, we talked about regular distributions. Today's episode, and next week's episode, to be honest, are all about qualified charitable distributions. You can probably guess what we're talking about the week after that. But anyway, let me put something on the table right out of the gate. If you want to make a charitable gift during your lifetime, making it through a qualified charitable distribution, or QCD, is quite simply the most tax-efficient way to do that that is possible under the U.S. tax code. Seriously. There are several rules in order to qualify, but if you do, this is the way to make charitable gifts. So buckle up. For starters, what exactly is a QCD? In simplest terms, it's just a distribution from a traditional IRA. Like any IRA distribution, it comes out as cash. So a QCD really is just a special category of cash gift. First, I'll tell you which cash distributions qualify, and then I'll tell you how it's treated in the tax code. There are four points to be made about categorizing a distribution as a QCD. First, the distribution has to come from a traditional IRA. And here I'm not just excluding Roth IRAs. I'm also excluding all the other types of retirement accounts like traditional 401ks or traditional 403bs. To be a QCD, a gift has to be made from a traditional IRA. Second, the IRA has to be the IRA owner has to be at least 70 and a half years old. This is the primary obstacle for most people. Obviously, most people aren't 70 and a half years old, but you can only make a QCD once you reach this age. There's no wiggle room. But once you reach this age, if you have an IRA, then your charitable gifts should generally come from that IRA in the form of a QCD. Third, a QCD gift has to go directly from the IRA custodian to the charity. It cannot be made as first a check to the owner, who then passes the money over to the charity. The check has to be pay made payable directly to the charity. Or the wire transfer has to go directly to the charity. The transfer method really doesn't matter. What matters is that the transfer goes directly from the IRA to the charity. Fourth, QCDs are capped at $100,000 a year. For most of us, that's not really much of an issue. But for those who have some pretty substantial IRAs, this can matter. An owner can have more than one IRA account, and he can make QCDs from all of those accounts over the course of a year. But his total QCD gifts in a single calendar year are limited to $100,000. As a little side note, that limit was indexed to inflation in the SECURE Act we talked about a couple of episodes ago, but for now, the limit is $100,000. It'll go up a little bit every year, but that's where we are today. So that's what you have to do to qualify your gift as a QCD. Now, why does it matter? Well, I'll tell you. The biggest benefit is that a QCD is treated as a non-taxable event. That's right, a QCD is one of the few ways you can withdraw money from a traditional IRA without paying any tax on it. And when I say that the distribution isn't taxable, I mean that it never shows up on your tax return at all. 
This can be important for a few income-related issues, but the biggest benefit is that it is excluded from taxation completely. So, if you were planning to give to charity anyway, then this is how you do it to save tax money. Second, a qualified charitable distribution also counts toward the owner's required minimum distribution. Remember those? When an owner reaches a certain age, 73 for the moment, that owner is required to take an annual RMD. And then the owner has to pay tax on that RMD. A QCD eliminates this problem. A QCD counts toward the RMD amount, but as I mentioned, the QCD is excluded from income, so no tax is paid. So there you have it. If you're the right age, if you have a traditional IRA, and if you're charitably inclined, then have I got the perfect opportunity for you. Make your charitable gifts with qualified charitable distributions every time, and you'll be making the most tax-efficient gift you can make under the tax code in your lifetime. If you're enjoying this podcast, be sure to click subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. If you know other people who might find this podcast worthwhile, please share it on your social media platform of choice. And if you're feeling particularly generous, a rating or review for the show on whatever podcast service you use would really help to get the word out about the show. You can find The Savvy Philanthropist on the internet at thesavvyphilanthropist.net. You can find me on LinkedIn at, at the link below in the show notes. And you can follow me on Twitter where I am at RossPlan. Lastly, if you have any ideas, suggestions, or helpful insights, feel free to email me at thesavvyphilanthropist at gmail.com. That's it for episode 34. Thanks for listening. Next week, we'll talk about a new opportunity for using your QCD that was just created in the SECURE Act. Until then, remember, do well, then do good, but always be savvy.